Hello. Welcome to the Anti-Coffee Coffee Club. That was a whispery intro as opposed to our very well-received shouty intros <laughs> from last time. Yeah. How have you been, Tony? Yeah, pretty good. Um, not really been doing too much. The days have been flying by. Like, I feel like we're almost almost in autumn, aren't we? Like, end of summer. Feels like it, yeah. There's some orange leaves on the yeah. ground. It's starting to happen. Although I was thinking that earlier this week. It was like crispy, like sunny but crispy. Yeah. But now it's just sunny and hot. Yeah. It's not complaining. Not second, complaining. second summer now, isn't it? Getting back into it. Yes, indeed. So what we thought we'd do with this little cheeky podcast is um, basically buddy up with our alter egos, the Good Coffee Cartel, and try and get a bit of consistency into proceedings by telling you a bit about the coffee, the subscription coffee, the actual sub-coffee that is available on the Good Coffee Cartel. So if you subscribe to that already, then this is for you. And if you don't subscribe to it, maybe you'll hear something you like and you'll be like, fucking yes, man. (laughs) Get on that subscription wagon. (laughs) Um, We're recording it in the daytime as well, so all the background noise is the inner workings of the Good Coffee Cartel happening in the background. It's true authenticity. Yeah. Integrity is everything. This isn't sound effects that we've added in. Like, when you go on YouTube and find coffee shop sound effects. Yeah, it's it's real. You can hear the beeping of the door as (laughs) customers come in and leave. (laughs) Unhappy. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) raging. (laughs) Call this coffee. (laughs) And we're doing this in the daytime as well because Beck is going to join us, a member of the Good Coffee Cartel team. Orderly. <laughs> That's <laughs> what she says every morning. <laughs> Just beg for you. Um, yeah, but we'll give her an introduction when she arrives yeah. with us. She's, she's doing it like guerrilla style. She's just going to jump in, give us some shit hot content, and then jump out if somebody needs a coffee. Amazing. It's never been done before. <laughs> yeah. That's what we're all about, you know, just breaking down boundaries, <laughs> doing things that have never been done before. Why has this never been done before? Because <laughs> no, it's a terrible idea. <laughs> Still. Stop it. Please. Don't do it. Please. Don't do it. Please. Don't do it. Don't put your finger on my rim. Stop it. Please. Don't do it. Don't put your finger on my rim. Yeah, so coffees that we've got going for the subs this week. You're getting a big can of San Florencio, Guatemalan. Which is delicious, and a small can, so 200 grams of San Florencio, 100 grams small or stubby of Las Hortensias, which is a Nicaraguan. That's the the one that we had. Did we have that on Secret Subs? No. Did we? Secret Subs was. I did San Florencio. You did San Florencio. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, I knew we so had one of them on. Pretty familiar with our coffee guys, and they they're not actually available individually but they're available as the blend which is known as the lantern rouge Le Lanterne rouge which is um the new ish blend from uh, the good coffee cartel 
So we've basically deconstructed that blend and made it available to oh, you, yeah. the discerning client. <laughs> so you could even, if you felt like trying that blend out, just blend this 50-50 blend straight down the middle. You could always put a little bit of, like six grams of one, six grams of the other in, and you've got yourself Lantan Rouge. So you've actually got three different coffees there. Three in one, it's like the Transformers of coffee. Yeah. Nice. More like the Decepticons, let's be honest. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What, does, um, what does Lantern Rouge mean to you, Tony? Lantern Rouge means um, the last person, it's the prize for the last place in the Tour de France, right? So there's, in every stage there's a cutoff. I don't know what percentage, it's a certain percentage of time behind the leader on that day. So the first person crosses the line and then there's a cutoff. So if there's anyone comes in behind that cutoff, they get thrown off the tour. If anyone comes in within that cutoff each day, it's the person who has the total, the longest time for completing the Tour de France. Yeah. Um, and they get given the Lantern Rouge, the Red Lantern. Um, so it's te- technically, it's, it's still a badge of honour. Because yeah. last in the Tour de France is still, you completed the Tour de France. Definitely. And so many people drop out that it's, yeah, I guess it's, you're so often just say like last place is bad, but actually it's not. It's the person who's actually spent the longest on the bike who survived the most. Yeah. Or has, like, had the toughest time, more or less. Yeah, exactly. And still, yeah, still managed oh, to complete... Oh, 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 wait a minute, guys. We've got a special guest. <laughs> She's just arrived. Oh, hi, guys. <laughs> this is the, the uh, world-famous Beck. Musician. <laughs> director. Part-time barista. Part-time barista. Only part-time. We've got them right here. <laughs> Do you want to give us um, your top three favorite colors, just to just, <laughs> just to get warmed up? Um, yellow. Great There's color. a customer. Go, go on. <laughs> we'll just finish that. Great. It was corny all over. It was oh. corny. Oh, fucking hell. Courtney, you're not on the podcast Disrupting everything. Stop. Right, so yellow. Yellow, orange, and green. Right. So you're sort Two of, of those colors you're wearing today. Yeah. True. Oh, no, three. Is it yellow? No, orange and green. Orange and green. Yes. No yellow. So you're you're really like going to be the best guest we've ever had on. I think up to this point. I would agree. Um, <laughs> a rare live guest. We've actually never had a live guest. It's always been over Zoom or okay. uh, iPhone. Well, so. congratulations, guys. <laughs> how are you feeling? <laughs> well, more importantly, how are you? This is about you. This is your show. So what's <laughs> how are you, how are you feeling? How's your I day been? Good. How's your day been so far? It's getting busy. You served. Yeah, it's very warm. It is warm. I'm a little bit sweaty, but <laughs> it's okay. It's fine. Everyone's sweating here. I'm not perfect. <laughs> We're just I'm humans. Just like, I'm just like you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just happen to be a coffee genius. <laughs> a sweaty coffee genius. <laughs> nice. So you've been with us. So basically, the way that we talk about the anti-coffee coffee club is like it's like the the alter ego of the good coffee cartel. Okay. So it's more or less like the good coffee cartel is like a little bit more professional, a little bit more. That that's not a coincidence. That cough, that's butter. Um, whereas the the anti coffee coffee club, we can just more or less say what say what we like. Yeah. And you it's know, more niche. A bit more niche. Yeah, it's a bit more of an acquired taste. <laughs> it's like Marmite. True. Half of the people hate us, and the other half want to stick a knife in us. <laughs> Mm. Oh, sorry about the splutter. What happened? <clears throat> um, 
the coffee went down my windpipe rather than my coffee Your pipe. <laughs> my windpipe. It's like a new <laughs> way to new way to taste coffee. <laughs> Straight into the lungs. The, lungs. the micro capillaries. <laughs> the bron- the caffeine bronchial bronchi. So Big, let's get to know you. I've got a list of no questions for you here. This is very much going to be a, a, an interview that's led by you. Oh God. What questions would you like to answer? What? <laughs> you get to a- answer a question and then ask a question. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's even worse. That's do you want me to thinking. ask you? Do you want me to ask you a question? Yes. What is your least favorite thing? No, that's too negative. Yeah. What's your favorite thing about being a barista? Uh, probably the sense of community right. I get nice. from uh, the regular customers. Oh, you've got a customer there. She's looking at the She's toilet. She's okay. She's got the back. Coffee is touching the ground. Customer service unparalleled here at the good yeah. coffee counter. <laughs> yeah, ah, sorry, you're just going to have to find it yourself. <laughs> um, Sense of community, that's good. Yeah, nice. I, like, I yeah. like that. Like being being part of someone's routine every yeah. day. And like... Like a little snippet into their life. Yeah, yeah. Why do you like a snippet into people's lives? Are you the kind of person that goes around to someone's house for dinner and goes and looks in their yes. cupboards and things? Yes, absolutely. No. <laughs> um... I don't know. I guess, like, I just like making people happy. <laughs> is that your real voice? That one, yeah. <laughs> it's coming out now. I'm feeling more relaxed. That's, My real that's voice is much better, out. yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. But it's simple pleasures, isn't it? Like, that's exactly what happened to me when I started doing coffee. Yeah. was, like, I did, a th- did three weeks of, like, an office job and fucking hated it. And then, like, dingy that, got a job in a coffee shop and like one of my first customers was this like old guy and he was like I just really want like a nice black coffee and a nice slice of apple pie and like quite right <laughs> gave that to me yeah. he was so thrilled and he was just like, a nice old man yeah and I was like ah, simple pleasures like, yeah yeah A to B right what's your question that you want to ask oh man <laughs> don't worry Beck this is all heavily edited to make us all sound excellent that's right <laughs> your favourite breed of dog? Mm. It would have to be um, Snoop Dog. <laughs> the uh, Bedlington Whippet. Yeah, they're, they're cute. Mm. Or little sheep. Yeah, yeah, they are like little mini fast sheep. Yeah, <laughs> little thin fast. <laughs> yeah. Speedy sheep. Fangy. I like how they have fangy a, sheep. <laughs> <laughs> I like how they have a goatee. Yeah. Yeah. I like um, the scrappy, scrappy Romanian rescues, mm. mixed mongrels. Would you ever get another dog? Uh, heart says yes, head, head says no. Okay. Two's, two's tons. Two's two tons too, too many. <laughs> B is one yeah. and a half ton. Yeah. And, uh, I, I think like getting them at the same age would be better. Oh yeah. Because then they could kind of grow up together, whereas this one is like... Luna's old enough to not want to play with anybody. Yeah. 
and B just wants to play all the time. So. Have you got dogs? I have two dogs. Well, Do my parents have two dogs, and I live with my parents. What's um, what are their names? Lottie and Lieben. Lottie and Lieben. Lieben, yes, German names. Yeah, they're German short-haired pointers. Ah, GSPs. Cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're the like uh, brown and white, aren't they? Yeah, Lottie's like mostly brown. She's got like a little white tail, and then Lieben's like got a lot more white on him. Oh, uh, Lieben is a man's name. Yes. Or a male dog's name. Yeah. Lieben. Well, like, it means love, doesn't it? Lieben. Lieben. Ah, Lieben, yeah. L I E B. Yes. Did you know that yeah. Tony's fluent in German? I did know that because I, I listened s- to the podcast. Oh, yeah. Schmetterling. Dogs. Schmetterling. Yeah. The butterfly. Yeah. yeah. What's the. Um, so, obviously, we know your dad as a regular customer before we actually knew you yes we knew the sarge the sarge and so what's the what's the chat now at home is it like everybody wakes up and it's like right beck coffee time now yeah like he is always asking me questions about stuff now and i'm just kind of like i don't know but just like dad shut up figure it out <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's it's like dad. standard response <laughs> yeah <laughs> He still regularly comes in and gets his kilogram of coffee, which, like, is fine. Yeah. He's, he's an Aeropress man, isn't he? Or a V60? Yeah, he likes a V60 and Aeropress. V60, yeah. But he's recently started um, using the little mocha pot that we've got at home as oh, well. Oh, yeah. He's cool. obviously looking for something a little bit more punchy in the morning. Too. Yeah. What's that? Just the, the, the drain of being a crime fighter? Yeah, I think <laughs> so. finally, he's like, I just... Needs something more. He's just a regular guy. Do you do you ask him about crime stuff? Yeah, I mean a lot of it is like obviously confidential, but Dad, what's your favourite crime? Yeah, <laughs> is uh, is there much coffee crime in Glasgow? Coffee, coffee induced crime. Crime. coffee scandal. Of, there are lots oh, of yeah. Uh, yeah. What's coffee scandal? Do you know about? Uh, I don't really know off the top of my head. I've just heard like little bits and bobs mm. from Todd and Connie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, these people are crap. <laughs> um, there's lots of crimes against coffee. True. You actually, you've got quite an insight, an insight into crimes against coffee. Let me tell you, having worked for a large conglomerate, tax dodging, yeah. UK-based coffee chain previously yeah. in a previous life. Yes. Which obviously we don't. Cheers! Thank you, cheers! Hi. Is Courtney there? Oh yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, what's the, what's the worst thing you've ever seen as a, an employee of that place? Oh my god. Because um, it's such a big company, like you never meet like the, the big guys. The head, but head honchos. Yeah, it's Is not... The, they're quite hierarchy in, the, in place as well. Yeah. Like you, yeah. you feel the hierarchy when you're there. Absolutely. What's the um, like gender balance, and is it like, does it feel very much like it's male driven? No. That, or do you get a sense of that at all? The I've only had one male manager. Okay. Um, I've had five managers in total, so I've had one male manager and four female managers, and the majority of the people that I work with are all female as well, and. Right. There's only one guy, one straight guy that I worked with, and the rest were all gay as well. Right. Okay. Just yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I don't really know where that comes from because, like, obviously here it's me, Caroline, Ola, and before yeah. me and Ola were there, it was just Caroline. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things that is really difficult for us to navigate is, like, we, we're, like, owner-operators, straight white males, like, yeah. literally the pits, the worst. <laughs> <laughs> so, like... When it comes to employing people, yes, like the best the best way to build a team that serves the community that we're in is to represent that community. Mm-hmm. So it just feels better to have like more representation across the across our team. Yeah, that mirrors the people who come in, so yeah. that it's just a more balanced experience for everyone. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's a very tricky subject. Like we could probably do a whole hour on like what's right, yeah. what's right, what's the right way to go about achieving that, and what's the wrong way. Um, but yeah, definitely. Like it feels good now having a balance. That's like the bar team is actually now primarily female driven. True. But then on the other side, the production is yeah, it's really just Caroline and. Well, it's 50 50 yeah. two people yeah but yeah but it's interesting to think about the difference between like um like specialty coffee and like what, what would you call it like chain yeah yeah, yeah. like i feel like there's a majority of like people who work in a chain coffee place are female yeah and then specialty coffee is more male driven yeah and I don't know if it's necessarily like a good thing that like the majority of chain workers are women because is it because they're being empowered or is it because guys don't want to work like service work like that kind of thing mm. yeah do you know what I mean like the majority of specialty coffee business owners are male as well yeah right? that's I think it stems back from back from that so yeah. I'm sure however many years ago the majority of managerial positions at the big coffee chain companies as well were probably male and that's changed through yeah powerful um yeah i mean off the back of a lot of different movements and protests like the me too movement made him also a massive difference to managerial mm-hmm. positions yeah. for women yeah. in business but i guess in smaller companies there's probably less managerial positions, possibly. I don't know. That's yeah. It's really hard. But yeah. if yeah, if well, your male owners are there, then you need more female owners to make a bigger chain mm-hmm. in the specialty coffee yeah. market as well. Yeah, you can see how in that if most business, if most specialty coffee shop owners are male, and they're owner operators to begin with and they're growing their business they might it might be that they reward loyalty first yeah and it could be that like their pal was their first employee yeah, yeah. to like help them out and that's their their the pal who was exactly like them that they worked with yeah and so now that will now that guy's the manager because he's been with me the longest even yeah. though there, there might be better people suited to the role yeah who've come in later but that's maybe just not the way that that works but yeah, there's a hangover of years of patriarchy 
previous that yeah, then yeah, end yeah. up still knocking on now yeah, it's like a in all those positions. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And huge, huge blind spots like Courtney and I, same like huge blind spots in that we can only or, or as much as we try to see like the full picture, you don't know what you're not seeing. <laughs> yeah. yeah if you you only got your own like yeah. uh, outlook. You can only know so, so much, like without the actual experience of, like living it. Yeah, yeah. Like, what's what's it like to be like a woman in this industry, or what's it like to be like not straight in this industry, or what's yeah. it like yeah. to be uh, like trans in this industry? It's just a huge, huge blind spots. But yeah. there's a great um, podcast called uh, from the BBC, the Food Program. It's called, and they did a podcast recently with about craft beer, the craft beer industry. Mm. So off the back of everything that happened with Brewdog yeah. and all those guys. Quite nice to see Courtney doing a bit of work. Yeah, I know. It's gone red. <laughs> um, <laughs> to go into zone two. Do you have like ambitions in the industry that you want to maybe eventually be one of those business owners? That yeah, actually, um, my friend uh, Beth works for. Can I say names? Yeah. My friend Beth works for. Um, oh yeah. Uh, we kind of have like a, a dream to like open a coffee shop and I'll cool. do the coffee and she'll do the cakes. Cool. Amazing. Yeah, that's the goal. So that's really cool. Yep. Is she an old friend? School, like school friend? Yeah, or? we've been friends since primary five. Nice. Yeah, she's like my closest. Right or die. Yeah. So you know her well enough to go into business with her as well. Yeah. That's cool. Yes. Because yeah. there's some people that, like some friends that I love and think are great, but I never go into business with them. Yeah. And the other ones that I'm like, yeah, you're definitely someone that would yeah. just either pull away or just give bring something that. I can't bring. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like if me and Beth worked together, it would be good because she's like got her own thing. She does, I don't know anything about baking, yeah. and she, does, yeah, so she yeah, doesn't yeah. know anything about coffee. But. <laughs> but then you can like teach each other. Yeah. That's, I guess, the nature of like a startup is that at one point you're going to have to be like, let's do an hour and I'll just teach you like this bit of how we make a coffee yeah and then the next morning you just teach me a bit of how to like i don't know what pastries you have to like make yeah, dough yeah. or whatever um yeah and then like you'll get an extra skill level she'll get an extra skill level yeah 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 what's what's happening like outside of coffee like once you coffee pull the last shot clean the machine done for the day switch the lights off head home you're a musician no uh, I went to the, conserv- the Royal Conservatoire. Did you? Yeah, I, yeah I only did like two years though, and then I dropped it because I didn't like it. But yeah, I used to play the piano. Ah, I used to tinkle the ivories. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard Todd's uh, laptop piano? I've got some absolute plinky, plinky, plonky <laughs> orchestrals. Do you want to hear it? Let's hear it. Yeah. Have you seen? Have you never- this, this, I'm actually very proud of this. It's got like, it's got a wee bit of something about it. I think. I'm gonna um, 
going to uh, send it to uh, Max Richter, who's one of my favourite composers. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, it's only 30 seconds long. <laughs> I'm like, mm. it's, it's, it's 17 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Just this on loop. <laughs> yeah. is, that a, is that a violin? Okay. Yeah, so you've got some... I like to build. Okay. A little solo in there and then straight into the... <laughs> oh! <laughs> there's Garage Band. <laughs> Do you know what I really wanted in this bit? <laughs> Was see what, this bit? Do, 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 do. <laughs> Up to there, but I couldn't work out how to do the it. The ambition in your eyes when <laughs> yeah. you said that. It, it feels ended, it. Yeah. It ended up just being like. Oh yeah. Oh, that sounded like. Um, dun, 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 oh guess, yeah, yeah. You know the one. Guess how long that took me. Like six know. days. Six days. Twenty-four hours. Six a day. days. No, no, like, tw- like twenty minutes. Pretty easy. Set up. Just the Royal Conservatoire are knocking on my door every every couple of weeks. So I'm <laughs> keeping the arms laying. Too busy. Too busy doing jingles for the yeah. coffee cartel. So is that classical, mostly classical music, or? I, is well, the course I did was music education, so I was going to be a music teacher. Ah, okay, yeah. Like looking back now, I'm like, I would have never <laughs> done oh, yeah. that, but. Um, is that yeah. the teaching element that puts you off, I guess? Oh, or kids. just like yeah. working with absolutely idiots? Yeah, because <laughs> it's like, there's no like, there's no way of learning it other than just experience and every school you go to is so different. Yeah. And it's just like, some schools I like and some schools I hate and it's like, you don't know where you're going to end up. So I was just like, nah. Yeah. I'd and then I guess it's like, it's, it's working out whether something is uh, like a, uh, passion or a, hobby. a vocation? Like, yeah, yeah. Do yeah. You, like you could love like climbing mountains, but it doesn't mean you you there should be career, like a mountain yeah. guide yeah, because yeah. maybe the thing you love about it is the freedom, the unknown, the spontaneous escape from work. Yeah. Whereas if you work. same with like being a musician, maybe like what you like is freedom to create and express yeah. yourself. And I guess when you have to put a structure into that. It then kind becomes, it. Yeah. yeah, like, okay, if you want to pass grade one piano, you need to know this, and yeah. here's how I deliver that. One, two, three, four, five, and then you kind of yep. lose, the, lose did, the love of it. Did you have to have a break after finishing the course from playing the piano, or did you just carry on playing for yourself? Uh, I've only, like, recently, like, started playing the piano a little bit, just, like, in my spare time for fun. Cool. Um, Let's see your span. Oh, hello. Let's see yours, Todd. Mine's, mine's not bad, but you, when you do the keyboard, you actually only need to do that. It's quite easy. Your hands have got smaller. <laughs> yeah, little T-Rex it's actually, claws. It's actually how close you can get your fingers to overlap. Yeah, with each other. Have to shake around. Yeah. <laughs> so do you, like, can you play all different kinds of piano? Like jazz? Well, I can do Classical. jazz. Jazz is like, I can do like jazz style pieces, like written down music and it's like in a jazz style, I could do that, but actual jazz where it's like improvising yeah. and stuff like that that's mental can't do that that's my brother does um, jazz at the conservatory he plays really? the bass wow. does the jazz course cool. bass, bass Quinn yes <laughs> Christopher his name is Christopher hello Christopher <laughs> C Quinn C Quinn yeah C Quinn that's his jazz I mean, name Me, I've never realised that <laughs> it's Mr Shiny C Quinn <laughs> on, on bass 
Tink, 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 that tink, is a, tink. Amazing. It just comes out full sequin yeah. mermaid what? sort of thing coming on. Oh my god, That's I've never so even good. thought of that before. Nice. Sequin. <laughs> He's so nice. shiny, you only need one of him. Sequin. Yeah. <laughs> a double bass. A massive one sequin. Yeah. <laughs> one big double bass or bass, do you say? Like he plays electric bass, but I think we're going to get a upright double bass. Nice. Too. Does he love... At Casa yes. Quinn as well. He loves at Casa Quinn. How many is living at Casa Quinn these days? Four. Plus two dogs. So six. Yeah. Unless you consider dogs subhuman, which... <laughs> uh, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> is he younger or older, brother? He's 18. 18. Yes. Cool. So older. You're... <laughs> oh, come on now. <laughs> come on now. You're very young. I'm 22. Yeah. You have wisdom beyond your years. But yeah, for sure. You're, you. you're younger... Are you our youngest in play? I think you are. Yeah, I don't know how old Ola is. She's definitely older than me. Yeah, you're definitely youngest then. Yeah. Even out of the dogs, well, no, Poddy's. If you do it in dog years, Poddy's like <laughs> seven. Oh, is he? Luna's 30. Luna's my age. 30, 36. <laughs> Brace, 36. Yeah, yeah. It's weird, like, going from working. And like a chain where it's all like part time like students and they were all like I was like the oldest person there. Yeah. So oh, like coming yeah. here and I'm like. Yeah. What does that mean for your work experience? Like, does that mean it feels more? It feels good. Like, see, I, like I feel like I've got like a good, like, runway. Yeah. Like I started like at a good age. Where I can like learn. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you if like what you eventually want to do is open up your own gaff like. Mm hmm. I didn't know I wanted to do that until I was like 30, like 33. Yeah. yeah. So it's a really good head start. Like you can apprentice. learn your craft, yeah. yeah. What else do you do outside of um, music and coffee? I do, I'm part of a th theatre group. Are you? Yeah. And drums? Yes. Cool. Studio 32, they're called. Um, our first rehearsal after like, obviously a massive break over lockdown is yeah. tomorrow night. Awesome. Oh, congrats. I'm shout so out, excited. Shout out to Studio 32. Yeah. yeah. You can see them on Instagram at studio, studio underscore. 32. No. <laughs> Studio 32 Theatre Company, I think. What's Long the handle? Do you know what you're uh, performing? Uh, so we've got like uh, what we call concert party. Right. Where it's like we just go around like churches and stuff and we do like musical theatre, like choir type thing. Oh, cool. Um, and sometimes we do like little acting bits um, and that. And then we do like, we usually do a musical every, or two musicals every year. And Panto. That's cool. That's and badass. Word on the Street is Panto might be going ahead this year. Oh, no. Oh, no, it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, have you seen Hamilton? No, I've not. Do people um, always ask you about Hamilton? Well, like... Todd loves Hamilton. Like, yeah, Hamilton's like... 
I don't want to say controversial, but like you either love it or hate it. Who hates it? <laughs> Message me. I mean, <laughs> oh, someone hates it. Who was the guy who hated it? Wasn't it like a a waiter that you had one time? Who was? Oh, it was. Um, yeah, uh, the guy at um, what was his name? At Bavini. Yeah, because <laughs> he sounded exactly like. Lin Manuel Miranda. Oh, I hate him. He came over I to the table. He's like, "Hi guys, where can I get you?" And that's not. No, I was like, uh, "Boston, Alexander." <laughs> uh, I, what can I get you for dinner? That's, 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 <laughs> let me know what you'd like. <laughs> that that's a good. pretty dead on Lin Manuel Miranda. Nice. Um, keep that in, Tony. Oh well. Make a jingle. Might be some work as a Lin Manuel Miranda voice <laughs> voiceover guy. I did a. Uh, um, Hi, implantal. it's Lin Manuel Miranda here. <laughs> I want to tell you all about the good coffee cartel. <laughs> You're just like virgin to like Michael Jackson. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I did a um, Hamilton rap thing and mm. Panto like two years ago now. It was Fantastic. The most embarrassing thing I've ever done in my life. Yeah, but you know what? Like, embarrassment is relative, isn't it? People, the people who would nobody who can do what you can do would be embarrassed by that if you know what I mean yeah. like the people who are going to project the feelings of embarrassment that you feel are the ones who are scared to put themselves out there true they're just jealous basically just jealous malices yeah. jealous little cheeses they're just haters exactly we'll come and see we'll come and watch yeah. you yeah for that. come when's to Panto it, when, yeah, when's definitely. it going to be uh, Panto will be like from first week to the third week of December. Yeah. What's your, what part would you like go for? I don't know. Oh, I see yet. if they could have a barista in it. Oh, that would be <laughs> Then cool. it would be more like method acting. Yeah. Like Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually been my plan all along. That's why. I yeah, yeah. We're yeah. just rehearsing just, for a role. Yeah. <laughs> We're doing Snow White. Cool. Okay. And nice. I've not yet received the audition pieces so I don't know what if it's going to be like original Snow White or it's going to be like put a spin on it. But Maybe I kind of want to be one of the dwarfs. Light. Yeah. Do auditions get quite competitive? Yes. Between your, do they? Yeah. It's, it's really bad. Really? <laughs> no, it's not bad. Yeah. It's it's just fun. I guess for the main role, like the the yeah leading. There's always like the main people who always get like the main parts, oh, and yeah. it's not like yeah. Do people try and spice up their their own part? So like, yeah. they've got three lines, but those three lines are like, <laughs> yeah. steal the show. Yeah, it's taken very seriously, but it's still fun. Man, yeah, that's cool. I once played Bernardo in West Side Story, Ooh. the leader of the Sharks. That no was way. Leading. When was that? That was last uh, first year <laughs> last, college, I think. Last year, <laughs> last year yeah. Uh, I must be like seventeen, eighteen, or something. Nice. That's that cool. Great. I used to love Quite it. Quite a brave age to do. Yeah, I used to love it. I used to love getting dressed up and doing. Yeah. We did a fight scene. The fight scene and in, in it, we did, ended up doing it on stilts. Oh no way! So we were like having doing the knife scene, and me and whatever the leader of the Jets is called. I can't remember what they're called. Now. George Jetson. <laughs> <laughs> had to learn to walk on stilts, and then we did that on stilts. Oh, that's amazing. I just nice. used to love all the stuff, all the all like the the stage production yeah. and all yeah. of this. So it's so much fun. Do you get on with the techies? Like the, yeah, do you call them techies like, still? Yeah, it's usually like, um, like either, 
someone from like the group will like volunteer to do something or um the theater that we usually perform in has like a guy who we like know because we're always there cool so yeah that's good that's i like so the good. they were always my favorite because they always wear black right like yeah. whether they're working or out of work they're just like ninjas yeah they're making. just like cooler than everyone else yeah. <laughs> constantly just moving tables when they don't need to <laughs> yeah. and sneaking in and out of rooms without you noticing yeah <laughs> yeah that's cool. cool yeah so you're like, i suppose like in a way baristas tend to always have not even a side hustle but just like loads of other creative things about them like yeah. art music photography acting like you're one of them yeah I think that's because you can leave work and not have to think about the shots that you've pulled that day yeah. or the like the milk that you've done or anything you can just leave everything yeah. here can't you and go away and get yeah. on with everything else yeah I'm so excited it. to go back I bet. do you ever find that it's difficult to leave so like the physical work you can leave behind mm-hmm. but like you know how sometimes, oh, maybe this doesn't happen to you, but like, I'll have days where just everyone's biffing me off. Mm-hmm. And like, yes. those those days are difficult to leave just at the door. Yeah. Because you're like, why, why do you, why did that guy say that thing? I know. Yeah. It's like, people who, I'm like, oh, hi, how are you? And they're like, flowy. Yeah, the worst. Yeah, yeah like, one of those days. <laughs> And then he was really friendly afterwards. I know, I was like, yeah. Yeah. make your mind up. Like, yeah. 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 It's never like like one like horrible customer though. Like I used to get that all the time um, in my old job, but it's always just like constant like little things. It's Microaggressions. Just, yeah. yeah. Did you find that was amplified during COVID because the time in which you could have a conversation with someone was a lot shorter? Yes. And people like didn't want to follow the rules, and everyone was like already in a bad mood anyway. Yeah. So like the littlest thing will like yeah. give them an excuse to like shout at you, and it's just yeah. like and you had to become play this role as enforcer, of yeah. making sure that people were abiding the rules as well, right? Yeah, so and just... there was such like a customers always right mentality. Yeah. yeah. So it was like you just had to be nice, and that was so draining. Yeah. So draining. And it's a big burden to carry when that's not yeah. your job, and also your. I know more vulnerable in that like hospitality in the last 18 months has taken a kicking and some places are have not been good at keeping staff so like you're having to deal with that as well as then just some dick who's in a rush or whatever yeah um yes there'll be a reckoning people have to pay for those (laughs) for those transgressions i mean you're making their drinks at the end of the day aren't you so Uh, large black coffee. A what? Large black coffee. Do you mean a venti? No, I mean a large. He means a venti, yeah. The biggest one you got. A venti is large. Mm, no, venti is 20. Yeah. yeah. Large is large. In fact, tall is large, and grande is Spanish for large. Venti's the only one that doesn't mean large. It's also the only one that's Italian. Congratulations, you're stupid in three languages. Have you ever been to Origin or a, co- a country that grows coffee? No, I've no. not been outside of Europe. Okay. Ever. Cool. What's the, where's your favourite country that's not Scotland? 
France. France. Oh. Yes. Do you speak a little French, huh? I got an E in my higher French. Hello. And I can't speak a word for those. <laughs> <laughs> Not even but, merci. Yeah. Of course, Becky. Come on, you can do this, huh? Je voudrais un café crème. Café crème. Je voudrais un café crème. I'd like a latte. Je voudrais un café crème. Café crème. Je voudrais un café crème. I'd like a latte. Beck, can you give us a brew recipe that people can try at home with the coffee? We were working on an AeroPress recipe. What do you, do you brew AeroPress at home or do you brew V60? Uh, I used to kind of use V60 more, but I'm using my AeroPress a lot more now. Nice. Or actually, even if your dad wants to put the components together, so what we spoke about was like these two coffees that the sub subscribers are getting mm-hmm. are the components of Lantern Rouge. Yeah. So if they put them together in a 50-50 ratio, Ooh. then they can also get Lantern Rouge. And if they want to try that, because it's more, maybe a blend is more suited to like espresso or espresso style. So like in a mocha, you, oh, could, yeah. you could give them the Sarge's secret mocha recipe. Oh, yeah. What does he, how does he do it? Does he have his own grinder? Uh, yeah, it's like a, um, it's like that size, it's a Krups mm. grinder, oh, yeah. it doesn't really um, work for if you want espresso, but we don't have an espresso machine anyway. I think it would probably get away with, for a mocha pot. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, a mocha recipe or a, a, what? any recipe that you've, you can think of anything and then people can try it at home for a little, with one of their coffees, it's like a, a Beck. Recommendation. Beck special. Beck special. Um, the recipe I've been using this week was 16, for AeroPress, 16 mm-hmm. grams of dry coffee mm-hmm. and 250 grams of water and mix the water and the coffee together uh-huh. and you want to flip it, the inverted yeah. method, flip okay. it and Push it out for two minutes fifteen. Cool. And you going? Have you got a kettle at home that's got like a temperature? Are you going off the boil sort of thing? Yeah. You? So I've got like a gooseneck um, thing. Yeah. Have you in the kitchen? Yes. Hello. Fancy. I bought it for my dad. Nice. Because he wanted one. That's a good present. For yeah. Um, and it's got like a little thermometer like on the top of it. Mm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then it's got like a little green bit for where like the good temperatures are, so like nice. ninety to like ninety six, I think it is. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so I've been just kind of taking it off the boil at like ninety one, and sometimes it jumps up a little bit, but yeah, just good. roughly around that temperature. Nice. So give that a whirl if you yeah if you wanna. I'm gonna try that at home. If you want to recreate what it's like in the Quinn kitchen. It's kind of like that, 91 degrees, 16 grams, 250 mils, inverted, pushed out for 2 minutes, 15 seconds. Yes. Then you can sit back and like, talk about crime files. Yeah. <laughs> CSI. Yeah, 250 grams of water like is like the very top of the Aeropress oh, yeah. as well. So. Yeah, you've got to make sure there's enough plunge room. Right yeah, there yeah. For the... Yep. It's good though. Nice. Get your money's worth. Well, mm-hmm. listen... Thank you very much for appearing on our 
show. Thank you for having me, guys. And uh, we'll let you get back to doing what you were doing. Yeah. Thanks, Beck. I'm, I'm sure you'll we'll be see back you on for again. another one. We'll probably be that everyone's like, that was the best one. Can you just get rid of Todd and Tony? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll just be monologuing. <laughs> yeah. Just be like telling them about your latest audition. Do an ASMR show. Yeah, yeah, we have thought about that before. Like, really? About, about this. Well, I feel the, the music went off. I know. Like, just I feel like you're either into that or you're not, but I don't think I'm really into it. Cool. Big round of applause for Beck. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Beck. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Courtney, for covering Courtney. the bar. Yeah, cheers, Courtney. <laughs> Why have you, you had your sunglasses on while, while yeah. bar working? Because you can. That concludes this episode of the Anti Coffee Coffee Club featuring Beck Quinn and the Good Coffee Cartel. Um, hope you subscribers enjoy your subscription coffee this week. If you don't, I don't know what to tell you. If you're not subscribed and you want to subscribe, subscribe. Just go to the website and subscribe. Yeah. We love you. See you next, next time. time. Dreamers. Do you not enjoy the podcast? No. Actually, no, babe. I do.